sponsored by The Block Agency, www.theblockagency.com, Nashville and Denver's premier model and talent agency. Do you like that? I sounded professional, didn't I, Willie? Um, our guest... Our guest today is a longtime friend, Mr. Colin Wilson. Um, Colin is a former hockey college star at Boston University and then many years with the Nashville Predators and Colorado Avalanche. Um, I would say that he followed me to Nashville and I followed him to Denver. Good view of your gear right there, dude. Um, the, the people can see, can see inside your ear in case Q-Tip wants a sponsor. Um, and I would say, Colin, I guess I met you, what, your rookie year in Nashville? I, I mean, you were here, you, you got here not long after I was here, and, um, I remember when I first started going to Preds games, the fans kind of didn't really understand the game. Um, and now, you know, people in Nashville seem to really kind of love hockey, follow hockey. The arena is known as one of the best places and loudest places to play. Yeah. I feel like when we all met, like, I don't think I even realized you guys played. You didn't really, no one realized what each other did. We were just like the same people that hung out in the same corner of the bar. And yeah, it was cheers. It was cheers for Nashville, without a doubt. It was, it was the watering hole that we all went to and great live music. And I mean, it was, it was a crew and it was before Nashville turned into what it turned into. And I hate being that person, but you know, that it was, it was the spot. It was the OG spot for sure. We were natural and natural wasn't cool. And by the way, great use of tying everything in, throwing cheers from Boston and with Nashville and, you know, kind of keeping, you know, next thing you know, we're going to have a Tim Hortons reference and we're going to go full circle with Canada. <laughs> I'm sure I'll, I'm, I always find a way to throw in Tim Hortons into a conversation. It doesn't matter what we're talking about. What is your order in Tim Hortons? What's your go-to? uh just a, just a vanilla latte i honestly man i barely even drank coffee when i was in canada i'm i'm like straight up i don't know i'm a brooklyn guy now going to blue bottle and Sunnyside, all these nice little boutique places the, the evolution of colin wilson is probably greater than the evolution of nashville <laughs> basically like a hockey frat bro at 19 that i was sneaking into the tin roof through the back door and south down the road or maybe losers and now he is a hipster living in brooklyn dating a model and going to bougie <laughs> places and drinking 15 lattes farm yeah. on a far on a commune in some place where name we can't mention it's like it's like a new person no my my coffee's now cost as much as my sleeping bag in college so it's uh it's certainly an evolution <laughs> and they probably take longer to make yeah. um speaking of i have a good hockey question for you since even though even though nashville has evolved as good hockey fans i would say probably 99.74 percent of americans even the ones that like hockey and follow hockey don't understand hockey um the one question I feel like, and I've asked you this before, and I've asked Falls, and I've asked everybody, and I still probably don't understand it. How the hell do you guys know when to go on the ice? Like, when to switch shifts? <laughs> like, is there, like, a timer? Is there someone, like, on the bench? Like, y'all just know, like, okay, our line's jumping on. Like, there's no, like, anything. Like, yeah. is there a, for you know, for, for hockey dummies, is there an explanation you can give? Yeah. Um, 
great question, Mark. I think uh, the the coach will the coach will say who's up next. So you get like the lines. So the centermen. There's four lines. I, the D are doing pretty much the same thing, but there's four lines, four centermen. So let's go with Johansson, one of the Preds. You know, the top uh, Preds center right now. So it'll be like Johansson, your line. Up, yeah, your 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 line is up, and then when his line is up you are automatically dialed in to your position. So if I'm a left winger, I'm looking at the line that's out there, that left winger, and I just start following him around the ice. And whenever he gets tired and he decides to change, I'm already dialed into him. So I'm, I'm watching him come to the bench and I'm going out. So that's the, uh, that is the way it goes. Um, yeah. So there's like a sub, there's subtle cues that you look for. You guys just know when to jump in. Yeah. I mean the, the coat. Yeah. So then you start seeing like typically player players change at a time when it's safe. So like you're aware of when the players reading that it's safe out there and you're reading it. Um, but I mean, truly it just comes to like, can you hold your own attention for the 40 seconds that the other players out there, when the coach says that you're up next, like once that happens, you just have to be ready to go. Nice. Okay. See, we're now an educational program in sports. I think that was one of the better answers that I've heard to explain it. So we're, 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 we're educating a whole new generation of Nashville Predators fans. Um, so back to like living in Nashville and your time here, what, what, what would you say were some of your favorite memories of Nashville? Favorite memories? Um, that you can say on a PG-13 podcast. Oh, for sure. Um, no, I mean, truly, I mean, when you go back, you start like Tin Roof is, Tin Roof is fantastic. Like it really was, it, it's some of my most fond memories and having, having good times. Um, and then, like you mentioned, the, the Stanley Cup finals coming out, like I, looking back, I, I probably should have started going out the other way. Like that Lexus lounge, I had to say hello to like 40 people and everybody was drunk. And it took me, I was the last guy, out of the, I was the last guy out of the rink because I'd been playing there for eight years and I like knew everybody in that place. So it was cool. You know, that was obviously a pretty cool um, run to be a part of. Um, but it, it's hard to like crack that, you know, bring it down to like one event when everything just was pretty, pretty fantastic throughout, you know, my time in Nashville. It, it was just great people, um, a great vibe. Um, so that, that's pretty much it. I mean, I obviously had a couple of parties in my house that I really enjoyed as well. So it's, um, you know, all those things just kind of added up. I honestly still to this day think that you may have gotten traded because of how rowdy your group that came into the Lexus Lounge was every game during that Stanley Cup run. A hundred percent. And my, I mean, my girlfriend at the time was like the mayor of it all. She, it was, it was crazy. And my mom was there. She's like another mayor, very, um, very in your face loud and social person and I'm sure the GM was looking like shouldn't she be going to bed and I had to stay in a bar essentially after the game for another 30-40 minutes so and for those listening that don't know the Lexus Lounge is under Bridgestone Arena where the Preds play it's open bar full spread it's kind of for the VIPs got shrimp crab legs pizza station really good and a bunch of us that were friends with Colin that were in there legitimately would have quite the good time and do shots every time they scored. And you were supposed to go down in between periods and sometimes we wouldn't make it back up to the ice. And um, I would say I was famous during that time for rocking the Preds onesie. Yeah. Um, and I will say every single time I wore the onesie, the Preds won. 
they never lost. And I was always very nervous about when I'd wear the onesie and it was good luck. And I just didn't wear it that one last time. Yeah. Um, so I blame myself for Lord Stanley not being paraded down Broadway. But literally <laughs> after our run, after our run in the Lexus Lounge, miraculously, or not miraculously, sadly, Colin was traded soon after. So yeah, I do think that that may have played a part. There, there are quite a few factors going into that decision. I am sure that that was a part of it. <laughs> um, so, okay. One of the things we like to talk about here and give people tips on is traveling, you know, because in addition to my Instagram thing at the blog, you can see I have actually travel tips. Um, you like to travel. You've been on some cool vacations. What's the, what's the famous, what is your favorite place outside of, you know, Manitoba that you've been able to go and enjoy? Yeah. Um... To be a <laughs> to be a hippie slash I don't know trendy like and I haven't been back in a while but Tulum was pretty pretty fantastic for me the couple times that I went um, the one time I went I didn't even know like we we got to our hotel checked in and they're like hey just let you know we're having a little party and it was like Mayan Warrior which heads Burning Man and it was like a Ooh. yeah it was it started at. 12 and it was a sunrise party so it went to 10 30 in the morning and it was pretty that was pretty crazy but the food there the vibe it's all pretty good i think people are beginning to get slightly sick of it so that was good really enjoyed that exumas but if you do the exumas more at a like again like a smaller hotel which is actually cheaper than the big hotels and you can kind of like island bounce and the the water is very clear so those are two two good ones two favorites for me Where's your go-to hotel in Tulum? I mean, it seems like it probably now, like you said, is a little played out. People are kind of looking for the next hot spot, but for people still looking to go to Tulum, where's your go-to stay? Yeah, I don't know if it's, 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 I still don't think it's played out, but I think it's just people know of it now more. Um, so the Nomade, um, which is at the end of the strip, and then Abitas, A-J-B-I-T-A-S. Um, I love how you're saying it like, like a local. Yeah, no, man, I am. I mean, I spent two weeks there. I'm surprised I didn't come back with an accent. So it's, um, yeah, um, yeah, no, it's, uh, those were two, two good, good places. It's uh, pretty, pretty friendly, pretty friendly vibe for sure. Another question. I don't think I've ever asked you this. I don't know the answer to it. So obviously you went from living in a sleeping bag to being the number seven pick in the NHL draft. Um, what was your first kind of, fun i have money purchase did you like splurge on anything cool when i'm sure you did because you were 19 uh, yeah i mean i did like a pretty basic thing um which was just buy a range rover which i so, actually i got i got rid of <laughs> i got rid of like i bought it and then four months later i didn't I got rid of it because I was just like, I don't, I don't know why I need this. And I went and got a four door Jeep that I drove and put 110,000 miles on because I, that that's more me. Like first I was like, I need, I, I guess I have to have this really nice car. And then, um, so that was, that was kind of my splurge. I actually got turned away from a Cadillac dealership in Nashville because I, I asked to test drive and the, the guy's like, can you afford it? <laughs> and uh, You're like, Julia yeah, Roberts is a pretty woman, like big mistake. Yeah. Yeah, he gave me one of those and I was like, yeah, I think I can. And then he like, he figured out I played for the Preds and was, <laughs> was apologetic, but it was a pretty funny, like, uh, pretty funny story early on in my career. I mean, I looked like 
a 19-year-old punk, too, so I can't really blame the guy. He probably thought it was some, like, second-year UT, like a Rocky Top kid coming in just for a joyride. Yeah, he was just bored, taking a break from his classes and <laughs> wanted to get a ride in. Although not many people at Rocky Top say, hey, <laughs> a Canadian accent, so that should have been the giveaway in Nashville that maybe you played hockey A. Um, so <laughs> now, now life is in Brooklyn. Um, besides $19 coffees, tell us, tell us about Brooklyn. Like, what do you enjoy? What's life like? You take the subway, like grown man stuff. Like what, 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 that's a big change from Nashville and Denver. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, it's definitely, a yeah, it's, it's a shift. And I, I obviously, I wish that COVID wasn't happening at this time because it'd be a better experience but i'm living in williamsburg right now it still has like i mean if you leave and go to the grocery store you still feel as though you've accomplished something because you just see so many people and there's so much going on that it just kind of it just has that like new york city vibe to it and williamsburg has that um trendy feel to it and we're right on the water so i get to every day you know i go for a little walk and it's all along the pier and you get to see or the boardwalk and you get to see you know the skyline which is it's pretty cool. It's it's funny how in how close of a feeling it is to waking up in Denver and seeing the mountains, but it's like a different type of beauty or a different type of feel to it. Like obviously one's industrial, one's mountainous nature, but it's still like you wake up and you're like, wow, that's pretty, uh, pretty immaculate. So that's kind of uh, what's happening in uh, Brooklyn. So where of all the places you've lived, would you say is the one that like is your favorite or where you think you're going to end up or is it somewhere you haven't been yet or just going to try some new places every couple of years or what, what's on the horizon? Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm terrified of commitment. I'm talking to my therapist about it, but I think I'll figure out uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe, I don't know. I, I like New York, New York, because we've been doing upstate stuff, like going to cottages and renting them. And like, that's more my vibe. And it's kind of cool how you can get, you can be in the biggest city in the world um and then you can like go upstate and go to a cottage obviously I, you can do the more trendy thing and go to montauk too but i don't know i didn't make that kind of money in my career where i can sustain that so um yeah i began this summer though right i was i was reluctantly it was it's not going to be sustainable for me <laughs> i not not just it's a weird vibe i like getting away and like getting to nature and that was like enjoying the beach and I don't know, but at the same time, like looking at everybody's Bentley pulling up and it's, it's a weird, it's very cool, but it's a weird, it's a weird vibe at the same time. So I don't know. I mean, if, if we do a podcast in a year and I have a Hamptons house, I guess we'll just deal with that then. But yeah. Can we do That's season my... two of natural ball party in the Hamptons at your Hamptons house? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, it'd be a write-off too, if you do it there. So maybe I can get it half off. There we go. We'll bring like Billy Joel and Martha Stewart and all the like, oh, yeah. Bentley Frankel, all those celebs. We'll get them on. We'll be big guests. We'll, we'll blow yeah. this thing up. Oh, yeah. Martha's number six on my speed. <laughs> the funny thing is, I know you're kidding, but it would not shock me if we told you. <laughs> yeah, I know. You just never know. <laughs> you just never know with you. You just meet the most random people. I love that you were talking about seeing your therapist and you're going for a psych degree because I could see you like week three of class at BU going back into therapy and like questioning back your psych teacher but or your, oh. your, your actual therapist about that. You did that wrong or are you trying to figure this out about me? That you're no. going to be like that guy? I mean, I mean, I mean, I obviously made a joke about the therapist thing, but I, I do therapy as well. No, I, I 100% 
I, yeah, no, I quit. I mean, I don't quiz her, but yeah, certainly when I'm going into a certain realm where I'm like, oh, you're trying to relieve trauma right now, or like, which, which is it that you're trying to do, or like, what approach should I help you with here, and not like help, but like, which way should I go into this? So it is, it does certainly add another element <laughs> to therapy, but it's, uh, it's fun. And in all seriousness, we're not making fun of going to therapy. It's a great thing, and we're very pro mental health here. So just want to make that clear, so we don't get people on Twitter saying that we're, you know saying something wrong it's 2021 again i'm making sure we're covering all our bases um we're encouraging others to do it yeah no i I might have even written an article about it you certainly cannot uh, get me on record saying that (laughs) that help is bad so i think no help is great where did you write an article where did you write an article players tribune Oh, that's right. I didn't know about that. I read it. It's actually a fantastic article. I texted you right after and told you how great I thought it was. So if people aren't familiar with it, the Players Tribune, go read Colin's article. Um, it really does focus on mental health and it was it was well, well written. Um, kudos to you for, for doing that. Every once in a while, even me and Colin can get serious um, and talk about real topics. If you only saw our text messages, you would know that it's more often than you would think. Um, not always as polite though. Um, anyway, with that said, um, want to thank you for, for coming on. Um, we love technology that it's funny because, I mean, we used to see each other all the time in Denver and then Nashville before that. So this has probably been the longest we haven't been in the same city in a while, you know, after everything. So I appreciate you, uh, doing the, doing the show and, um, you know, if there's any parting words of wisdom you want to leave to all our listeners, drop some, drop some knowledge on them. Um, <laughs> I, I got nothing on the spot. I think, um, yeah, I yeah that thanks. Was, that was not fair for me to do that too. <laughs> no, no. I, I mean, I could, I could throw some stuff out. What do you want to hear? Like some Carl Jung or some Shakespeare? <laughs> go for it, dude. I want to hear. You go for it. I, Man, I, I want finally, to hear what you're Finally, we were hitting the topic of conversation I want to talk about. So. <laughs> well, go, let's go. Let's go. We got time. We got time. Tell us, give, give us, give us a quote. Give us something deep. You are, you are one of the deeper people I know. Yeah, like a puddle. Service. Like a puddle. That's all I got. No, that's, that's all I got. That we'll, we'll we'll touch on that conversation uh, next podcast. But uh, no, good good being on and uh, uh, yeah, man, good good friendship over the years. Glad we're finally bringing our conversations out onto a podcast for the world to hear they only get eavesdrop on the real ones so uh well thanks again appreciate having you say hi to veronica and uh enjoy brooklyn and i'll talk to you soon i shall thank you peace